Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. <laughs> um, so today... Again, we're, we're we're continuing the series, right? Mm-hmm. Of uh, recapping and, and talking about the uh, show Love Is Blind, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, season two. This one is going to be episode four, mm-hmm. right? So for anybody that hasn't heard, if you want to listen to the other recaps that we had, you know, we had uh, we've we've done the previous episodes, right? So on this one. This one is a really juicy one for me. I really liked it. I've been waiting for a while. And so just to, just to give everybody, so I haven't seen any of the other episodes other than the previous ones that we that we talked about. So this is, I don't know what's going to happen in episode five. So I'm, I'm coming in with it like that. So, and it's been driving me crazy because I really want to finish watching it and I can't. So I'm like, okay. So after this, I'm going to watch the, the next episode. So, so in uh, season two, episode four, this is where they're going to get to knowing each other, mm-hmm. right? So they finished with their honeymoon. Well, they, they, they proposed. Oh, okay. They accepted. They go off to Mexico mm-hmm. to that hotel, mm-hmm. which by the way, I kind of like the setup of that hotel, or at least the bottom floor, because they, um, as soon as they walk out in their, their balcony or their, their, the back of it or whatever, uh-huh. they can go straight to the pool, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cool, right? Yeah. And some of the couples take advantage of that. They jump in the pool together and mm-hmm. it's intimate and so forth and so on. And so like, anyways, I, I like that part of it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But the thing about this one is this is where they're really going to get to know one another, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, even if it were, even if you've been dating for a while, mm-hmm. the first time you go on vacation... With somebody that you're in a relationship with, you really get to know them. You really do. You really do, right? And so, in the previous episode, like for instance, um, it was Nick and Danielle, and he likes to make his own toothpaste, uh-huh. his own body wash, his own. He's a hippie. <laughs> He's like, it's all natural. You put a little mm-hmm. coconut oil and some spearmint and all this <laughs> other stuff. And Danielle's like, uh, okay. It doesn't seem like it's a deal breaker, but it's like, okay, I didn't. And she even says when they did a cutaway and they were just interviewing her, she's like, yeah, we're going to buy a regular toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like something you would talk about, though, in the pods because you're getting to know each other. Like if he, he kind of claims himself as like a hippie, right? So it's like. Well, wouldn't you have mentioned that? Like, yeah, I'm really into making my own X, Y, Z. Why wouldn't that come up? You would think, right? Yeah. But it, again, I, I, I think sometimes there are certain things that we will not. Or maybe he devolve. told her, but she just when she saw it, because I felt maybe she knew about it already. Maybe so, but I know that there are certain things that you don't want to reveal too early, right? Because you don't know how people are going to react, right? If you know it's unconventional yourself, yes. So you're like, you know, I do this, but like not everybody. <laughs> Like maybe the way they eat Doritos might be different or Oreos because, you know. I like to lick lick it, all the seasoning off, and then I eat it. Yeah, so (laughs) For anyone, they watch me eat Doritos, they're probably disgusted. But that's not something I would have to reveal, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. After you've got the dude hooked, he ain't going nowhere. You can tell him that you have a disgusting way of eating Doritos. So just to recap, you like to eat Doritos, so you lick all the the (laughs) cheese, the powdered cheese or whatever. You lick it until it's basically just a tortilla chip, and then you eat the tortilla chip. Yeah, it's kind of soggy at that point. That's (laughs) weird. I don't know why I do that. That's just weird, but I don't know. I, I might bring that up next time I go on a date and say, hey, how do you eat your Doritos? Just out of curiosity. I would, if I found someone else in my life that ate them, that I would be like, this is fate. That I'm supposed to be with this person. This is destiny right here. Because I don't know anyone else who would even admit to that if they did eat it that way. I don't know if we want to continue that, though. <laughs> Maybe you should die out with you and this imaginary person that doesn't Maybe. exist. <laughs> because you know what? Uh, and with that, like, let's say uh, another one that comes up is like Oreos. People eat Oreos different. Some mm-hmm. people like to eat it like that. Some people like to take it off. Some people don't eat the frosting. They just like the cookie part. It's That's weird. weird. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> if you don't eat the frosting out of the Oreos, goodbye. I, that's what I'm saying. But I've met women. How do you eat it? Um, I'll either eat it like regular or just take it apart because of the commercial. Uh-huh. You know, they would take it apart and then lick the frosting. Uh-huh. It's not even frosting. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but you lick it and then you eat it. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll do that. So I, I switch it up. I don't have a certain I don't think I've ever eaten a 
an Oreo, just how it comes, like just eat it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done it like that. Why? I take it apart because it seems weird to eat it that way. That seems unnatural. You got to take it apart. I lick all the frosting off and then I eat each cookie. I can't, I don't think I've ever eaten it normal. But, but, but Maybe around why, other though? people because I don't want them to judge me. Maybe I've done it. I don't know. It's, it's almost like if you were going to take a hamburger and then you take it apart and you eat the bread separate than the meat, like, or a sandwich, same thing. Like, why would you do that? It's supposed to be, it's meant to be eaten together. You can play around with it. Well, maybe it's the commercial <laughs> propaganda with that. Like, maybe if it wasn't like that, maybe, maybe I wouldn't eat it like a normal cookie. Maybe, but it's little things like that. That you'll find out again when you go on vacation and when you spend a significant amount of time. And it's those little weird picadillos, mm-hmm. these little weird things that people do, right? And and so now they're on holiday together, right? Mm-hmm. So they're they're getting to know. What are you from Europe on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> we people Americans don't say on we're on holiday. You've been watching some British shows or something. <laughs> I also say no worries. <laughs> so that I've been, um, I just like to say, and holiday just sounds cooler than no. Vacation. I agree with you, but you said that like that's how you we say it here. I, well, I mean, <laughs> that's how I say it. But if they don't know what that means, yeah, I guess that's a more of a British thing. All right, so but nevertheless, <laughs> sorry, they're on they're holiday. Not, they're not <laughs> <laughs> so they're on holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, right off the bat, there's certain things because, and here's another thing, right? So with most, most of them, right, they, they're obviously they're, they're attracted to one another, right? So they've been, they've been jiving and of course they've talked about being intimate, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that comes up quite a bit, but it, it reminded me or it got me thinking of that's a special moment in a relationship when you see each other naked for the first time. The, the word special maybe is throwing me off. I, I would classify that as terrifying. No, what are you talking about? It's not terrifying. That's special. It's special. You're going to see each other in your full glory. As a woman, mm. unless unless your body is perfect, which I don't know anyone that is. I'm telling you, it's not like... It is terrifying. Come it's, on. You can't be more vulnerable than that. Well, no, for sure. That's yeah, why but, it's a but, special but, moment. But that guy's going to see all of your imperfections. You're going to see his too. Yeah, but women don't care that much about this <laughs> stuff. We don't really care. I disagree. I disagree. I think they do. It's just that you guys are probably more kind. And guys really honestly, well, they do and they don't. It really depends on the guy. To be honest with you. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but just to say like Jarrett, his scar on his stomach, right? Yeah, yeah. For a woman, we don't care. But if a woman had a scar like that on her stomach, some guys would probably be like, I can't get down with that. That's a different situation, right? He got stabbed. I know, but I'm just saying that like women can overlook a lot of those things or don't even really focus on, you know, like guys have cellulite too, right? But we don't even see that. We don't even notice it, but for a woman, guys, I'm not saying all men, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you guys are harder on us women. It's it's not that, again, it depends on the guy, Yeah, whatever the guy focuses on. Because sometimes, you, you know, they're not going to have whatever perfect body. It doesn't exist, right? But even at that, they shouldn't. Yeah, but the guys who look at these Instagram models and like, oh, well, you know, that's how it's supposed to look. And they think that it's not filtered and all that kind of stuff. And then they see a real woman and they're like, ooh. And then, you know, you guys sometimes can be pretty hard. Again, I I think it depends on the guy. If he's expecting her to be absolutely perfect, then he's in for a horrible, horrible Mm. rude awakening. Because women, just like men, have different body types. There's there's things that are going to be accentuated in some places and others not so much. It's part of it. Mm -hmm. I've I've seen a a few different body types. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that I gravitate towards some more than others, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's never, it's not that big a deal as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is and it isn't. Like I said, it depends. For me... Um, you know, like overweight or anything like that. As long as you're healthy is all I'm really, yeah. really concerned with. You know what I mean? Like if you can't 
climb a, or go up a flight of stairs. Yeah. Well, like we talked about, wheezing, you just want someone to be around with you. You know, yes, it's like you marry yes. someone. It's like you don't want them to right. be, you know, ill or, or die earlier and things like that. So, right. And yeah. there's nothing, again, there's nothing wrong if you can't go up a flight of stairs. Maybe you have a medical condition. And I totally understand that. But again, I'm going to be active. So right. I mean, I look at Chris Farley. He was huge and he was very active. Yeah, he very could active, yeah. He could dance and yeah. all kinds of crazy Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. I say that because I watched a Chris Farley movie last night and made me think of it. But, you know, some people, just because yeah. you're bigger doesn't mean you can't do normal things. For sure. For sure. But 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 little things like I noticed, though, so like one of them was uh, Natalie and, and Shane, mm-hmm. right? That old, mm-hmm. that couple right there. And we're yeah. going to be talking about that a couple quite a bit. But but one of the things is, I guess, Natalie was pointing out that Shane likes to eat in bed. Okay. That's a deal breaker for me. I mean, let me rephrase that. Certain foods okay. cannot be eaten. Like, in what's bed. your number one that cannot absolutely not be eaten? Anything in bed? that leaves crumbs cannot be eaten in bed. Sorry. So if it's tortilla chips, Doritos, I love to eat Doritos in bed, cookies, all that stuff. I can't do it because then you get the crumbs all in there, and I can't sleep at night. And they might as well be rocks, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. I want to tell you something really personal about myself. I do eat a lot of certain things in bed, like cereal or, or crackers or things like that. And I can't tell you how many times I have woken up and there's like a Fruit Loop stuck to my arm or something. And I'm like, I didn't see you last night. How did you get there? And sometimes it'll be like embedded in like the blankets or something. It'll be like a few days and it'll be like something that I ate like three days ago. So and there's you find like, it and you're like, hey, where did you come from? Well, and you just pop no, it in your mouth. No, it's stale at that point. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, sometimes it'd be like a little piece of a, you know, like a, like a corn check, right, yeah, from the cereal. And it'd be like there. And I'm like, I had that three days ago. Somehow I didn't see it for three days. I know. I've, I've been with women that like to eat in bed with crunchy but food. But I live alone. So I, if I want to sleep with my Fruit Loops, I can sleep with my Fruit Loops. Absolutely. Again, like Fruit Loops is different, right? Because most of the time you keep them in the bowl. So it's very no, rare. I eat, but I eat it dry, like, so I'm taking it out of the box in my hand oh, like a you. snack. Okay. I was about to say, if you're eating it like the Tasmanian devil. There's <laughs> just milk flying everywhere. Yeah. No, 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 not that. No, I eat it out of the box dry. And sometimes a little Cheerio or something will be lost in the sheets for a few days. I get it. And, and those are unpleasant surprises for me because I live alone too. But if I have a woman come over and she wants to eat in bed, again, if it's like ice cream or something like that, like even then I'm not wild about it because you can leave a stain and then now I have to go wash the, the, the I'm going to wash them anyways, yeah. but now I got to wash them faster or earlier than I would have planned. So in general, I don't like to eat in bed. Mm-hmm. I've done it before. Like I might take some grapes because those are really easy. Mm-hmm. Just pop in some grapes and, you know, it doesn't leave a mess. But anything that's going to leave stuff behind, not Did so Natalie much. say what it was that he ate in bed that bothered her? She didn't. Oh, okay. But the fact that he's even eating in bed, mm-hmm. oh, man, I would have been like, oof. Yeah. Unless, unless this woman, I was like goo goo ga crazy over her. Ooh, that would be a hard one for me to What overcome. if she was a very, very... um clean eater like she made sure like there was never any like yeah, she guess, made sure yeah. every fruit loop went into her <laughs> would that be okay she's not like trying to play basketball like throwing yeah. up in there and catch it with Whee! her mouth and stuff. Yeah. yeah um i suppose but i mean there's always a little bit of uh of residual i don't care what it is that you mm. eat i mean you okay. know it's fair but but nevertheless i mean don't get me wrong like let's say it's a Let's say it's a, like a Saturday or a special a special day, and I I bring breakfast in bed. Mm-hmm. That's fine, right? Because you have the whole plate and things. Maybe like on a tray. Yeah, be on a okay. tray. Okay. Right? So, so what if she ate something on a tray in bed under like a snack, but it was on a tray? Uh, again, in general, that's what I'm saying. If it's a special occasion. I don't mind doing it because it's a special occasion. Like, okay, I'm going to wake you up with breakfast in bed. But in general, I do not like to be eating food in bed. I don't. Unless, you know, well, you know, other things. But <laughs> I've never once in my life, not that I can recall, have ever been served breakfast in bed. Hmm. And I've dated a lot of people. That's, That's too never. That's I don't even know bad. what that feels like, which is why I have to eat cereal by myself in uh, bed. I- <laughs> No man wanted to be like, nope, I'm not bringing no, her breakfast well, in bed. You know, for me, uh, and I might not make it in bed. Uh, I've, I've done that before. But um, if uh, if I have a lady friend and she stays over, usually I like to cook them breakfast the next morning. 
Like I, I, I do make. Yeah, it a but point you serve it to them in bed on a tray. Not, not initially. No, right. So, like, let's say we're dating for a little while, uh-huh. you know, and then she stayed over. I'll make breakfast, but you know, when she gets up, she'll come out to the table to go. Oh eat yeah, I mean, gonna, I've had people make yeah. me food, but not yeah. like the traditional. Here's no. a tray with a rose, and I'm giving you the yeah. OJ and all, and th- no, that's no, never no, happened no. to yeah. me. No, I, I've, I've done that, but again, it's a special occasion. We've been mm. dating for a while. Maybe it's an anniversary or. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe like Valentine's Day or something if she stayed over. But yeah, I've done that before. Mm-hmm. But in general, I don't like to do that. So I don't like to. Um, I don't like to uh, encourage bad behavior. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Well, because I don't like it. But but here's the other one. Here's the other one. So this was uh, Ayana and Jarrett, mm-hmm. right? When you when you saw it, Jarrett was on his side, like at the very edge of the bed, mm-hmm. and she had cuddled all the way towards him. Mm-hmm. Like he had nowhere to go. And it was clear he needed his own space because he had mentioned to her, like, yes. you got all this room and you're over yes. here. I feel him on that one. Mm. I really, really feel him on that one because I've had women that do that mm-hmm. and it drives me bonkers. Now, don't get me wrong. I... When, when when I'm in bed with with uh, with my lady friend, right? It's almost like, and I have a king size bed. It's almost like the middle ground is where we, where we will meet. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in the middle, and again she's like towards the edge of the bed, then I know she wants to be by herself. But if she scoots over to my side, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, that's a perfect opportunity for us to cuddle because mm-hmm. that means she wants to cuddle. Like she's meeting me in there. But if she chases me all the way <laughs> to the edge. <laughs> She needs to be aware enough. If she goes to the middle and you move away, it's like, okay, he yeah. doesn't want to. And it's not that I don't want to necessarily cut up, but maybe I'm, I'm, I've been resting on one side too long. Mm-hmm. So I need to switch over. Did Ayana do it knowingly or she just during the night went over? That's the part that I don't know. Oh, okay. All you see him is in the morning and mm-hmm. she's way on his side and he's way on the edge and he's like, hey, because he can't turn. So yeah. again, he can't turn. He can't maneuver. He was on his back and he needs to stay on his back because there's nowhere to go. I get the opposite complaint because I do not like to snuggle normally. And a lot of my exes would be like, you know, that's a problem. But it's like when I'm going to bed, I'm a stomach sleeper. So it's like I need my room. I don't want to be get over there. Like I don't want you next to me. I just want to sleep on my stomach with plenty of room. And guys have a lot of body heat too. So it's like you get all sweaty and it's like I just... Yeah, I don't. No, I, I get it. And see, I'm cold natured. So some of the women that I've dated, they were also, they ran hot, so to speak. Mm. And you're right. It's 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 uncomfortable at night, yeah. especially if they're sweaty. Because sometimes. Maybe that'd be like a good, you know, not first date, but like when you first start dating of like, how do you feel about snuggling? Like, what's your preference? Maybe you kind of get that out of the way, you know, because <sighs> it can be a big deal if, you it, know. No, it's going to be a big deal. Because yeah. sleep, I think it's it's under, under representative. As how far important as it, it yes, is. I yes, agree. Honestly, because mm-hmm. it's like if you don't get a good night's sleep. It affects your whole day. It does. If they snore, which I believe when there was a couple in there where she, where they pointed out that uh, that she snored a little bit or whatever. I think mm-hmm. it was Natalie and Shane, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, yeah, you snored. And she's like, oh, I didn't or whatever. And, and if I didn't get that couple right, I, I apologize. But it's the same. Yeah. Um, I I've been with women that snored and I do not get a good night's sleep. I'm a light sleeper as well. That is always, most men snore and it has always been a huge thing in a relationship. Oh, and it's like the, the person who snores doesn't understand because no. they had a great night's sleep. <laughs> yes, they they don't get when you're trying to tell them like, look, I can't sleep in the bed with right. you or whatever. Or I need a night where I sleep by myself. They don't yeah. get it and they take it yeah. personal. But it's like, I'm running on fumes yeah, all your whole day. day is shot. Yeah. Because yeah, you didn't get any sleep and yeah. you're tired, you're exhausted and... You yeah. can't even get into that like REM sleep because you're constantly up uh-huh. all through the night, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So again, snoring is a is a biggie for me too. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't particularly care for it. And I guess sometimes, and it's funny because I've I've been with women who didn't snore consistently. So I don't know what what was going on there. Mm-hmm. But there were times when um, they would sleep. Well, some people silently. say it's like some people say they snore more when they drink alcohol and things like that. So it may be like a diet kind of related thing, or maybe if they're a little congested or, or something like that. But yeah, yeah, who knows? And then I, I did, I did one time. I dated one woman, and she um, she tossed and turned like really bad, like mm. violently, almost all night long. <laughs> 
So I was glad I had a king size bed because she was like the way, like the flailing her arms around and her feet and stuff. And you know, of course, you can't. You know, I mean, maybe she has like night terrors maybe, or something. I, I don't maybe. know. I don't know. <laughs> I was just, I was just glad that that I was, I had a king size bed and I could stay on my side of the bed because she wasn't doing consciously. Obviously, she's asleep, but like, I don't know what was going on with her. I don't know. Maybe she was being chased by a monster. Maybe she has, yeah, very vivid dreams or something. I, I don't know. And it, I mean, of course, the next day, I'm like, hey, were you okay last night? You're like, oh yeah. I don't know what, what are you talking about. Mm. <laughs> like you were kind of like throwing stuff around and whatever. But you know, sleeping habits. Again, I think in, I don't know, uh, you know, I think about like couples that um, um, either have separate beds mm-hmm. or sleep in separate rooms. And I, I don't, if that's an obstacle that they just can't overcome, why not? I mean, again, it's not as romantic. Obviously. Yeah, it's not conventional, but it's like if your relationship is amazing and both parties understand that you just need your sleep and it's okay. I mean, some people make it work. Some people do. Yeah. I mean, again, so another one that came up was, uh, and this one is a biggie too, um, is the snooze button. Mm. So it was, it was Natalie and Shane again. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they were saying that Natalie said she doesn't hit the snooze button, Mm. but then we had like hit it like five or six times. And Shane was like, that was annoying because it's waking both of you up. Right. And it's like, just get up when your alarm goes off. Like, I'm not a big snoozer. Like, just... Just get up. You say that, and I bet you like her, and you probably hit it a couple of times. I'm actually not, because I feel like it's a waste. Like, you're not going to get good sleep from a snoot, like that five, ten minute, whatever it is. Like, Mm -hmm. it's pointless. Maybe when I was younger, I might have snoozed, but as, uh, you know, an older person. you start rationalizing it. I've done it a couple of times, too, because usually you're like, okay... If I get up five minutes later, I can get five more minutes of sleep and it's not going to affect it. But then five turns 10 and then 10 turns into 15. Maybe I'm more open to that for like the weekends or something. But I'm very like, if I have to go into the office or I have to go to work, it's like, I just get up. There's no point in me trying to do that extra five minutes. Like just get out of bed and you're just wasting. Like I said, it's not going to be a good five minute sleep. Like... But yeah, maybe on the weekends, I guess if I didn't have anywhere to go to, it's like, yeah. Yeah, they're on, they're on holiday. <laughs> if I'm on holiday, I still have my alarm set because it was like, there's things we got to do. <laughs> and by the way, I, I just looked at my notes. So it was Mallory and Salvador. Mm. Mallory is the one that snored, mm. by the way. But, okay. but, but here's the other thing about, and I will say this for anybody that, that does like to hit the snooze button, one option is the iWatch mm-hmm. because you can put it on silent and you can set your alarm on the watch if you don't mind sleeping with a watch on. And it works the exact same way. So it just vibrates and it hits your hits your arm. Yeah, but I'm a light sleeper and I would hear that. I would hear that. <laughs> you might not. It's 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 pretty subtle. It's I, very subtle because you just feel the movement mostly I wake on up when arm. someone is even just kind of like maybe exhaling too hard. Not even a snore. <laughs> I'm telling you, I am a super light sleeper. <laughs> Everything wakes me up. So why don't you just out of your, now, now I'm like, why don't you just, uh, do you ever think about putting like uh, earplugs in People your People have suggested that. Here's night, my thing with that. If there's something happen in the middle of the night that I need an emergency, whatever, like let's say uh, I hear someone breaking in the house, that person next to me that's sleeping like a log ain't going to hear that. Okay. It's on me. So... So you're hypervigilant is what's going on. Yeah. I mean, like, it's important. Like, let's just say that scenario plays out. I have earbuds stuck in there. He's a, he's a heavy sleeper. Let's say there's someone is at the door trying to break up, whatever it is. Like I need to be on high alert. I need to be able to, just because I'm sleeping, I'm still, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I'm, I'm always worried that somebody's going to break into the house, but I have an alarm and well, I've, yeah, I have yeah, things I guess in if you, place. I guess if you don't have an alarm or whatever, but it's just, I don't know. I just need to be, oh, I need to be ready just in case there's an emergency or something, whatever. It's like, I'm oh. usually that first person to hear Oof. like, Hey, like whatever. And I, and I think, and it might be, and you know, again, just because of years of evolution, that might be just a trait that women have developed over time because the babies cry. Right. Yeah. And so they, somebody had to get up and it usually wasn't the male. The male was I usually think, asleep, sound asleep. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the women had to get up. And, I would venture to say there's a, more women who are light sleepers than not because of that same thing. And, and you're absolutely right. It may be something that's embedded in us. It was like, you got to hear the baby cry. And if you're a heavy sleeper as a woman and the guy is too, what do you do then when you have kids? Yeah. I mean. Somebody's got to get up. 
Yeah. I mean, when I, when I had my kids, I, I got up and I took, I, we took turns whenever possible. But at that time, we had an arrangement, right? So I was working two jobs and she was staying at home. So the yeah, arrangement was Yeah, if you're staying like, at home, you, you're the one that's absolutely... <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I have, to, I have to go to both gigs tonight. So like, I, I have to get even, my sleep. Yeah, I would even venture to say that like, if you have a, a newborn baby and some person has to get up early to go to work, I wouldn't even... I feel like maybe you should even sleep without like the they maybe you should sleep apart because usually it's like the baby monitor, right? Right. So you have that by the bed. If you're constantly being woken up from cries throughout the night, it's the same thing we talked about earlier. You're gonna be running on fumes. Even if you didn't have to get up, you're getting interrupted. So like maybe, you know, for the first I don't know, a little while the guy sleeps in another room or something just so he can get a good night's sleeps because he has to go in the office. And and if the roles were reversed, it'd be the same thing, right? So if the guy stayed home You'd want your, if your wife... Well, you'd have to make sure whatever. you'd have the breast milk, you know, in the fridge and Absolutely. stuff because... Absolutely. Yeah. You'd have to prepare. But again, it's like, get ready for a long night because, you know, the babies, yeah. they wake up and they're they're crying. You don't know what's wrong with them. All you know is that they're crying. Yeah. But, but nevertheless, you know, so back to the, back to the show, right? So um, here was the other thing, right? So there was Shake and Dip Tea, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and Shake and Dip Tea... You can see that there's an awkwardness. I mean, you can see that Shake is just not into it. Either he's got self-doubt or there's something going on with him, but he's got that weird expression where it's not a smile, but it's like kind of a smile. But at the same time, like he wants to be away from that situation. He wants to detach himself. He's trying to put on a show. I think it was after he saw her in a bathing suit. Is when, well, I mean, the editing part, maybe they just, but it feels like after he saw her in a bathing suit, because we know he's superficial. And I mean, Dipti is a beautiful woman, but, you know, she said that she lost some weight. So there's, you know, it's, everything's not going to be tight. Okay. No, I get it. But yeah. he's not either. <laughs> but, no. um, yeah, you know, sure. he, I think that was like him seeing her. Cause I was trying to understand, like, when he first saw her, he was all over her, mm-hmm. even though she was wearing a sexy dress, but yeah. he still was. So it's like, okay. Was that fake or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just trying to figure out, was he putting on a show when they first met, but he wasn't really attracted to, or is he saw her with not a lot of clothing and he saw all the things again, we talked about, you know, like seeing each other for the first time. Maybe he's just like, oh no, it's, it's too much. Well, I think it was part that, but I'm going to cut him some slack when it comes to that. For, for a few reasons, but okay. we'll, we'll get back to that in just a second. But there was something that he, when they interviewed him, right, he was doing his solo interview. One of the things that Dipti, and mind you, he brought it upon himself, right? Because when they were in the pod and even after when they met, like initially, he was talking about marriage and babies and commitment and a whole bunch of other stuff. And now she's throwing it back at him. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, this is potentially long term. Yeah. So again, it's like, was he saying that just because it's the right thing to say in that scenario? Because it felt like even, it doesn't seem like he's ready for that commitment. Even though he's on the show, it doesn't feel genuine. It doesn't feel like he's actually trying to meet a wife. That's my opinion. I I think, I think it, I think what ends up happening is again, initially I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and I'll say that I think he genuinely felt that for her initially. But then when the reality of it hits, Mm. that's when things become like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, like this is something that could possibly be forever and not just a a short term thing. Right. It's a Mm -hmm. long term thing. And sometimes that can scare dudes, you know, away. Right. Or or they get, you know, like like cold feet, if you will, Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, man, now I'd like. I, this really is the real. one person that I'm going to be with forever. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a big deal for men. This is it's, the last one you're going to get. This is it. <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad deal, but again, if you have any reservations, they get amplified yeah. as soon as they start saying it back. Because when you're saying it, yeah, you're meaning it and you're in the moment. Right. But... Again, you're not thinking long term, even right. though you think you are. You're really not. It's the same thing with people getting cold feet before your wedding and stuff. It's like you know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but something about that big day approaching can amplify what you're saying. All those feelings, like this is for real. Yeah. 
even though you propose and you're yeah. like down, like I love this person, like yeah, but yeah. people get cold feet for you know that reason. It's just they, like this is forever. And, be, and and I think what ends up happening for most people, I can only speak for guys really, but you you start building out this imaginary life, yeah. and you have you 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 think it's going to be a certain way. And you're thinking, oh, I'm going to have to see this person every day. When you think about it like that, again, you could be like, you can look at it and say, oh, I get to see this person mm-hmm. every day. Like, how lucky am I? Or you could be like, I'm going to have to see this person every day, <laughs> day in and day out. And so it depends on your viewpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Again, it really depends on your viewpoint. And, you know, um, I think, and I don't know if women have this, maybe they do, maybe they don't, but, um, you know, that old, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side syndrome mm-hmm. thing. Guys tend to, they really, they struggle with it. And not, yeah. not just in relationships, mind you, they do it like even in careers. Right. Where in their, the, the, whether or not to accept a job or whether or not to go down this path or study for this career. It's like, do I really want to do this forever? Yeah. I got the woman equivalent and every woman will understand exactly what I'm talking about when we decide to cut bangs. (laughs) That is a huge commitment. And once you do it, it's done. And then it's always like, you see someone with bangs, you're like, that looks really cute. And then you take that leap and you do the bangs and you're like, no, what did I do? I'm telling you, every oh woman who's had bangs will well, relate. Let me, let me ask you, in that <laughs> scenario, right? So let's say you've made the conscious decision you're going to get bangs. So you go to your stylist. It, like, is there a moment where you can back out of it? Because you already made an appointment, so you have to get a haircut. No, like if you go in, I have did this, and I'm just saying, it's like you, you get this like itch, right? And you're like, I want bangs. <laughs> you know, I really want to do it. Or you see someone really cute with bangs or whatever, and right. you go in there, and it's like that first you know, cut all the way through and you're like, well, this is me now. (laughs) Like for the next year or whatever, however long it takes to grow it out. Like this is me now. And, uh, that's what I'm saying. The grass is greener. Is like, you see someone cute with bangs and you're like, that looks really cute. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I just, you know, I never thought of that equivalent, but that's what I'm saying. Does your does your style, because I would imagine like a tattoo might be the, mm-hmm. the same scenario, right? Because that's a permanent thing. So I wonder if anybody's ever gone in with like, I want a tattoo. And then after they get it, we're like, oh, I shouldn't have got that. Oh, tattoo. I'm sure that's happened before. Right? Because there's a lot of removal. Like, yeah. like that's a big thing now, or tattoo yeah. removal. Like it used to be a long time ago, a stigma, only certain people got tattoos. Right. And then it became mainstream and everybody got tattoos. Right. And then now if you don't have a tattoo, it's weird. <laughs> it is. And I don't have tattoos. So I <laughs> trust me, every woman that I've dated, I don't think I've met a woman that didn't have tattoos. Yeah. All of them have tattoos. And I don't, which is again somewhat weird. Mm. But there are things that either they've had some tattoos removed mm-hmm. or they've done uh what do they call it? When they add stuff to it to mask. Oh, like a cover-up. Cover-up, that's where you go, cover-up. So I see that a lot now, Mm -hmm. too. And it's just like, doesn't that make it worse? (laughs) You know, my parents are old school. And I remember when I was eight, I couldn't wait to get tattoos. And so it was like on my 18th birthday was my first one. I was like, I'm I'm in the tattoo parlor, right? And my mom was always like, well, yeah, when you get older, you know, it's going to look bad. and, And, you know, this, and I get it, but... And honestly, now that my tattoos are really old and like faded and stuff, but it's like, but that was a part of me. I don't look at it as a regret. Okay. I, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not laughing yeah, at you, no, but like I'm just like. Some people probably do. Of like that great was way to look at it. dumb, but it's like, that was a part of me. And even though it's not like I love the tattoos, but it's like, I don't regret it. Do you that, feel that, that same way when you look at your pictures when you had bangs? <laughs> I don't think that I looked terrible with things. I just think that I look better without them. <laughs> and I don't want to do them again. But you got to get out of your system. It's like that one to every woman has had bangs one time in their life or most women is like, you just got to get out of your system. You know? Because I got a buddy of mine and he, he has the same philosophy that he does not have any regrets. He's like, I don't have any regrets because mm-hmm. whatever it is that I did, it brought me to this place, right? Yeah. Whatever this place is. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. but... But but regrets, and maybe that's the wrong word, but there's lessons in life. They yeah. have to because you have to learn and you have to grow from it. So if you don't like call them regrets, at least like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, it's weird too. And I mean, it just, this is just a small thing. But when I, my first one on my 18th birthday, um, a really good friend of mine 
um, he went with me for support. He was a little bit older and um, kind of like a big brother type of thing. And yeah. he passed away. Um, and so it's it's kind of also, I'm not going to say it's a tribute to him, but it's when I look at it, it's like, I remember that yeah. he was such a good friend, you know, and it's, it's just another memory. Like I said, it's a part of me. It's a part of my life at that time. And, you know, it may not speak to my personality now, but I don't regret it. And it's yeah. not something that I would get removed, even though it looks bad. It's just like, no, dude, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Everybody has their preference with that. Yeah, one. absolutely. No. And that's what I'm saying. Like for me personally, one of the reasons why I didn't get a tattoo is because I didn't, I couldn't find anything that I permanently wanted on my body forever. Yeah. And so like, even if it was a saying like rock on. <laughs> If I did rock on, I might regret that one. I don't know. I'm sticking to that. I don't care, man. I'm owning that. Like, rock on. It's on my forearm. Maybe rock when on. you like turn a certain age, you, you were like, you know what? I'm just going to do it and just <laughs> just for the hell of it. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. But I, anyways, it, um, so the other thing, right? So, and I wanted to talk about uh, Sal, Salvador. Mm -hmm. I'll call him Sal, right? And uh, Mallory. Mm -hmm. So Mallory was feeling a certain way about Sal, right? Like, I think, you know, we talked about this before. Salvador, at least, uh, you know, I think he's a, he's a good looking cat, right? He looks like he's got his stuff together. He seems like he's sensitive, whatnot. But she obviously is not feeling them all yeah. that much as far as that goes. And she's even acknowledged, like, there's nothing wrong with them, but there's just something that's not quite there. And, yeah. And what, what's so funny about, well, not funny actually, but what's so interesting about that is that he acknowledges that too. So in in contrast to Kyle, where Kyle is totally Oblivious. just- Well, it's not even, it's almost like self-denial. Right. Because he's not, he's an intelligent guy, right? He's not yeah. dumb, but he can't see it. And he yeah. still thinks, even though Shayna left. Right. And she's <laughs> saying it in other, you know, and it, yeah, yeah, poor Kyle. Yeah. And so, but Salvador is kind of addressing the elephant in the room. Right. So he kind of understands that and he's kind of trying to navigate. Now, I don't know which one is better because now that it's a thing and Salvador's talking about it, does that, is that going to make it better or is that just going to make things worse? Honestly, I am a firm believer in talking about things, even if they're uncomfortable, it's much better than yeah. just having it in or it's the self-denial or whatever. It's like, I'm not saying it's going to work out either way. It depends on the people, but it's like, I think that him addressing it is a way better option than what Kyle is doing. And just really, cause it feels like Kyle's not, he doesn't want to deal with really what it is. And he's like, okay, we'll get past this and we'll be married and everything's going to be great. I'm going to have this hot wife and whatever. But it's like, you're not, you guys are not compatible. She's telling you immediately when she sees you or meets you or even before. I mean, I know we talked about, she shouldn't have said yes, but before she's saying like, I don't know about this. He's trying to push it or whatever, but those things, I don't see you know, that would work out. And, and I'm wondering like... I hear what you're saying, and, I, and I've met guys like that, that you, they, they tell you about their relationship. And don't get me wrong, every relationship is different, right? Mm -hmm. But they'll tell you about the relationship with the, with the women that they're in, and you just think to yourself, I don't see how that's sustainable. Right. Right? But, but they have this, this um, faith that they can change them, that they'll come around, like, oh, they'll come around. And I think sometimes I think this is not unique to men. Mm -hmm. I think women do that too sometimes mm -hmm. where, um, let's say it could be as severe as he's abusive, but they're like, oh, you know, you know, it'll, it'll change, you know, yeah, he, he loves he, me. It'll, yeah. Mm -hmm. He caught, you caught him on the wrong, on, on the wrong day. Like mm -hmm. under normal circumstances, he doesn't. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> should never. But, but I guess if you say that you think, and they're like, you oh, know, he'll change, he'll change. It's just... He's just real stressed out and people do that. And Kyle is doing that on that level. He's mm -hmm. like, oh, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll come around. You know, she just needs a little bit of time. She just needs. And so you see that and you feel for people like that because maybe they're right. But when you look at it, you're kind of like, mm, I don't know, buddy. I think yeah. you're a little too close to it. And sometimes you just need to step away. And it, it feels like in this situation, mm -hmm. you should probably just step away and, and yeah. you know what I mean? Like cut your losses. And move on to the But I think Sal's doing, like I said, the better option. I think it's just get it out there. And like I said, I'm not saying either way is like, you know, it's it's going to work out regardless. But still, I think it's better to address it and, you know. But see, okay. So here's where 
if we look at it from this lens, okay, we get mad at Shake because Shake says, okay, I'm not as attracted to her. And we get really upset when a guy says that. But the moment that Mallory says it, we're like, well, we don't understand why she's coming at it from that view because we're like, he's a great guy. He's not ugly, right? He's, you know, he's, he's a good looking guy. But yet she's saying the exact same thing that Shake is saying. I mean, they end up, you know, Mallory and, and Sal end up getting intimate. But nevertheless, it's kind of the same thing. But I think for Shake, he's saying it more of like the weight, right? The, you know, a very superficial, like, I need to be with a girl who weighs this much and blah, blah, blah. Mallory, and correct me if I'm wrong, she doesn't actually say what it is that she she can't put her finger on why she's not attracted to him per se. There's something. But she never comes out and says like, oh, it's because he's, you know, I don't like his face. I don't like his weight. I don't like his body type, whatever. But Shake is like... But do you think that if she were to say that, then maybe she would get crucified for saying that? Let's just say for the sake of argument. No, I think there's a double standard. But I think that most men, it revolves around women's body types. Right. Rather than what they look like in their face. But what if what if Mallory is seeing something, a physical trait on him? She hasn't said it. Like you said, yeah. she's much smarter. And like <laughs> I told you before, women are way smarter than men. I will give you that. And so she might know. I, I would venture to say, and this is just me, right? I, I don't know, Mallory, but I would venture to say she does know what it is that she doesn't yeah, like. But she, doesn't but say she it. is not going to. I would love Shana. to know what it is because I think Sal's attractive. I don't know where she's coming from. Well, and even at that, it's the, again, like Shayna, same thing. Mm-hmm. She's, she knows she's not attracted to, to Kyle. And she left. Now, if the roles were reversed, and this is where it would mm-hmm. be, if a guy. Went on there and said, no, I'm not, I don't want to be with you or whatever. And then just left the hotel. I would venture to say she was crucified for that though, because I mean, that was a really, that was, that that was, was hardcore. not cool. That was not cool. <laughs> I was not cool. But I think if a guy did it, it would just be like, everybody would just be up in arms. Like, but that's yeah. what I'm saying, because I guess, I guess this is, this is why, right? Or maybe, I don't know. Here's my theory. Women typically do reject men more often. That's part of your DNA, right? Because again, you're women well, it's like are- actually what you said. We select the men. So. You select, exactly. You select the men. So traditionally, when you see that and a woman says, no, thank you, everybody's like, yeah, go girl. You don't like to, you don't want to <laughs> be with him. Don't be with him. You, that's your body. You can do that. And they're right about all those things. Mm-hmm. Like they're absolutely right. You should choose. You don't have to sleep. You shouldn't feel pressured to mm-hmm. do that. But when it's, when the tables are turned- mm-hmm. And a guy, let's say, you know, turns down a woman, then everybody's like, well, what's wrong with him? Why is he such a jerk? Why is he being like that? It's like, well, wait a minute. It's his body. If he doesn't want to sleep with, with her, he doesn't. he's not romantically or like in, um, attracted to her. Yeah, but what, Why do we give him such a hard time? Would you agree that the majority of that is the approach that they're doing? The men's approach is not as soft maybe as the woman's rejection? Well, because if a guy says like, you know, if he just bluntly says like, you're too fat, I don't like your body, right? A woman typically wouldn't say they'd be like, you know, they'd say like, you're really nice, but you know, I don't, whatever, right? I'm just saying that women can be more softer with it. So do you think that the majority of that is just men's approach is bad? It could be, it could be. But again, we communicate the way we communicate. I think that's where we have trouble is that the approach, yes, women approach things much differently than men. Men approach things a certain way. You don't like it. And I, I totally get that because you have a way of doing it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. It's just like, that's just how we communicate. Right. Well, I don't think Shake actually said that about Deep D in particular, about he wasn't attracted to, you know, a particular thing. I think he just said like, you know, I'm not attracted or whatever, but... You know, we already saw Shake's personality in the pods. And so we are assuming that he's not attracted to Deep Tea because her body isn't perfect. Exactly. Because he's looking for that unrealistic body type, you know. Or maybe it's just not, again, I've given the benefit of doubt. Maybe whatever her body type or whatever, there's something about her that now that the rose colored glasses have been, have come off. He just can't get past it. Yeah, but again, why would he be so grabby with her in the beginning? Like, he was all over her. Why are you doing that then 
if there's that, nothing. Because he was spending time with a bunch of dudes. <laughs> All of a sudden, he saw a girl. and He, he saw goes, a bunch of hot girls goes, that were on the going, show. No, and I'm he's just like, saying, like, so when they were, when he was all feeling grabby, they hadn't seen each other, right? Mm-hmm. So it was just a bunch of dudes hanging out with a bunch of dudes. They talked to the women. It's like right? when you get out of prison or whatever, I mean, and you're like, <laughs> I've been around men this whole time. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you hang out with the dudes, all of a sudden you see a girl. Like initially, it doesn't even. She doesn't know. have to be the, the 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 best looking girl, but oh my goodness, it's a girl. Like yes. No, I think he was doing too much in the beginning. That seemed either that was fake or I don't know what that was, but he was being so like, oh my god, you're so beautiful. Like just, I you think know, he got caught up. That's maybe, I but I don't know. I just feel like we saw Shake's personality in the beginning, like I said, and I feel like we're assuming that. When he saw her in a bathing suit or whatever, he's being superficial, like about, you know, her body type or whatever. Maybe. And. But I just found um, it interesting that if, if, uh, if a female does it to a male, yeah. it's like, it's yeah. your body, it's your choice. You're well within your right. Don't even feel bad about it. But if a guy does it, they're like, what's wrong with him? Why is he such a jerk? And it's just like, yeah. well, hold on. It's the exact same situation. There is a double standard. I don't know really why that is my only thing I can say is maybe the approach of how they relay that information. But right. again, that can't be all the time. So you're right. I, I don't know. I mean, like I'm, there's guys that aren't attracted to me and I, you know, I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Right. So it's, and it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, if a guy came up to me or if I was talking to a guy and he straight said to my face, like, I'm not attracted to you physically. It's like, just say something else. Why do you have to say like, don't. <laughs> Don't make me have a complex, right? Just say, like, I, I think you're a nice person, but I'm sorry, you know, this isn't going to work. The, the complex is going to be there no matter what because the guys feel it the same way. I don't care how softly you turn well, us I'm down. I'm just saying that, like, women don't want to be told, like, we're not, a guy's not attracted to us physically, but just say something and else. She, and, and yeah, and he doesn't, but again, it's it's almost, it's 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 hard, right? It's hard because if we were, to try to do that and mm-hmm. use euphemisms, I think, and I've been, I've had this happen. Women will call me out and just say it, just say it. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to be nice about it, but now just say it. Just tell me the truth. Just, and I'm like, okay, I, I thought I was in a very gentle, but sometimes they're like, they want to hear it for whatever reason. They want to hear whatever, or sometimes it's not even like when they say that, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't understand what's happening. Maybe it's just like a band-aid. They just want to rip it off. But the other thing, too, with this double standard is that women are more sensitive emotionally. For sure. That's the other thing, too. It's like we're going to take it harder. We just are. And I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with that. Yeah. Well, men are are sensitive, too. That's a misconception as well. We just have been programmed through culture and society. Mm -hmm. Don't show it. Mm. You you just, you're not supposed to. I know now, and even now, you know, and I'll get crucified for this, but, you know, women say, I want them to be vulnerable. I want them this, that, and the other, and and maybe so. But I think, you know, you're, you're. We want small doses of that. We don't want it to be. Yes, yes, You don't want to like just crying all the time and too sensitive. Yeah. That's too much. But again, again, it's made to order. So we're, we're trying to adapt to that. But, Mm -hmm. but nevertheless, as, as we move on, so, you know, just a couple of the couples, so. Ayana and Jared mm-hmm. did not get intimate. They were doing a lot of rubbing and this, that, and that, but they didn't get intimate. Mallory mm-hmm. and Sal did get intimate. Mm-hmm. Shane and Natalie did get intimate. Uh, obviously, Nick and Danielle, they got intimate. Can I say just a weird thing about what Mallory was saying about the day after? She's like, I should probably take a trip to the pharmacy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And my thing is, is like, you're going on your honeymoon. Both of you didn't think about being prepared just in case. Like, why didn't neither one of them think of that? I don't know. And it's I, that's still, a good question. at the end of the day, like, I know that they're supposed to get married, but you are still having relations with a stranger. You have no idea what well, they have. Fiancés. Still, I'm just saying, like, nobody thought of being safe. 
what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Like maybe there's maybe they felt like they were being too presumptuous by either having it or whatever. I, I'm I'm of the opinion it's better to have it, not need it, than to need it, not right, have it. Right, but that's but what I'm saying is like people have all kinds of things, right? Well, we they need were to protect all in love and stuff, and or they thought they were in love. Yeah, but I guarantee you, if Sal had given her gonorrhea or something, there would be a totally different discussion. <laughs> yeah, that's a different show altogether. But <laughs> so with that, so the reason why I pointed these things out is because. Then they go into the next phase in the show where everybody intermingles with one another. Mm-hmm. Right? And they so get to see everybody for the first time. They get to time. see everybody. And so they get caught up with all the uh, with all the gossip, right? They're like, mm-hmm. oh, Shayna left and Kyle's here by himself. And um, they start seeing all the other uh, couples interact with one another. And you're like, oh, you look different than what I thought you were going to look like. And so and so. And it's like. You know, it was weird. I felt like Nick was. He was instigating a lot of drama. Like, I think he really liked it. I don't know if you picked up on that, but he loves some juicy drama. And I feel like he was really instigating some things. Let's what think, a female would do. I don't, but. I don't think, well, I don't think that he was instigating exactly. What, what Nick had was a very unique perspective because, so uh, his, his partner, right, Danielle got sick. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't make the party. Mm-hmm. So he went there by himself. Mm-hmm. So he was able to observe everybody because, again, his partner, unfortunately, is feeling bad. She's back at the apartment. So he has it through the lens and he doesn't want anybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's like, oh, look at what I missed out on. Like he knew from the get go he wanted Danielle and he went straight. I mean, it was a little bit or whatever. But for the most part, he seems to be very genuinely happy with his choice. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe that might change at a different time. So he's looking at like almost and guys do this. And I'm sure maybe women do too, but he's looking at everything from a very analytical standpoint. He's like sizing yeah, up people and say like, Jared is this way and this is person is that way and, and so forth. Maybe yeah, it, it is during, but it seemed like he was trying to force Jared to have that conversation with Mel. Like, come on, like you, you got to talk to her. Like, you know what I mean? He's almost trying to force that drama to happen. I don't know if you picked up on that. I just I felt like he was trying um, to stir stir the pot a little bit. I mean, okay, okay. Well, maybe he was bored because he was by himself. He's like, you know maybe. what? <laughs> Let's make this night more interesting. Well, but again, he he has a, a like a bird's eye view, so to speak. Yeah. So he knows everybody. He knows all the different people. Again, he's happy in his. So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe he is just like, okay, now let me like just making that observation. But one of the things that came out was. A couple of things. Shake, obviously, when he saw Mallory, was attracted to Mallory. I think he was attracted to all the other women there. Uh, I think, like, Mallory in particular, he was, like, he was, because he was talking to Jarrett about it. Mm. And Jarrett had too much to drink. He did. And I say that only because, and unless I'm wrong, but he was saying some things that he should not be saying. Like, mm. when him and Shake were talking, and then he was out loud, and he's like, her? And mm. Shake was like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he had a lot to drink. His tongue was a little loose. <laughs> it was. And of course, he was talking a lot to, to Nick and everybody else. And mm-hmm. he was talking to Shake about it and whatnot. And so Shake was kind of feeling so-and-so. But it, the other thing was, and well, I, I don't want to get into too much of that, but Dipti was talking to the other women and they were talking about intimacy and she put a spin on it. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, we decided to wait. Um, <laughs> Which we decided was not to her decision. <laughs> We want to make, want to take it slow, but I like that spin on it. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, do you really believe that, or is that do you consciously are you making that spin? I think she was making that face? spin because Dipti seems like a very classy lady, and right. I think that maybe she was trying to be instead of, I don't know, putting everything out there. Maybe she was just like, this is the best response, and that's her business. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, I know it's film, but it's no one else's business if no, she doesn't want to sure. say it. For sure, for sure. You know. So. As time goes on, right? So there is a um, there's a part where Shake decides to go and talk to Mallory for a little bit. Mm. So he's talking to her, this, that, and again, he he feels her, right? And he's feeling her. And then Jarrett, because that's where you talking about Nick. Yeah, had he's instigated. Trying to tell him. He was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, you should go talk." So Jarrett, being under the influence, was very what's <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, impressionable, impressionable, or whatever, right? So he's like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> This is a great idea. Why my fiance is right there. Well, he right would have there. talked to her regardless. They but would his have fiance had to. is right there. I know, but they—you know—the show. They would have had to have that conversation. But but in front of everybody like that. So 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 then so let me just paint it. So then he goes up and it's at like a bar or whatever, and he tells uh, Shake, "Hey man, do you mind if I talk to Mallory by myself?" And Shake is like, "Dude, <laughs> you're C blocking over here." 
even though neither one of them should be trying to do anything. Mm. But she's yeah. like that hot girl at the party that every guy is like trying to talk to a little bit. You know what I'm talking about. It's like they're all trying to take their turns. They're trying to be respectful, but still it's like, okay, man, you've been over here too long. Like I, it's my turn. I used to be married. And I know, even if I wasn't married, I know instinctually that is a bad idea. Yeah, but these guys just met these women. They, the, the loyalty isn't 100% there like it would be normally. And, okay, so this is where I struggle with it because I'm big on commitment. And I don't know, again, I don't know how other men are. But once I've made a commitment one way or the other, I'm in it. Mm-hmm. So there is no, if you already said you're going to do it, you better go through with it all the way. And so they've made commitments. And so for them to be doing what they're doing, I thought it was very unclassy at best. Yeah. Because you've made a commitment. Yeah. And if you're not happy with your choice, then go back and tell them, right. I'm sorry, can't do this. And then you can go. It's, I think that's a, there's a certain order that it has to go through, right? It, you, whenever you throw things out of order like that, for me, and I can't remember what the, is it called anthrology? No, it, Anyways, it's a word it's the, where you get the same outcome, but you go out of uh, out of sequence, let's mm-hmm. say. But for me, the sequence would be you break up with somebody and then you're allowed to date. But you don't start filling the water with another person and then see if they if they bite. And then well, you go and break up when you're like, oh, okay, I can move forward. It's that grass is greener on the other side thing. It's like you want to be able to dip your toe in there to see... Or, or go into this this other person's yard to see how green it is, right, mm. before you make that leap. And mm. it's it's not the right thing to do, but a lot of people do that because they don't want to, you know, totally, like, break up with this person. They go the other one, and then they're like, wait a minute, this person isn't better, and then it's too late. So they're trying to, like, you know. No, I get the rationale. No, I know, but, but I'm just it's saying. crappy on I the know. other person. Your partner has I to know. suffer through that That's, because. They don't even know that they're being considered for termination. That conversation that they were having was not appropriate at no. all. So so Jared goes up to Mallory and they start having that conversation. They start talking and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he's telling her basically, I would have been much better for you. He doesn't say it that way or maybe yeah. he does, but it's like, I he know said, you. I would have did that for you. Like yes. what she was saying, what she wanted, I would have did that for you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what she wanted. She touched on something that was also very interesting to me because she was saying that she's a guy's girl. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I like going to sports. I like doing certain events that typically guys would like doing. She likes to arm wrestle. She likes to arm- <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But the thing about it is, is it's like she's, but then the downside to that, as she was pointing out, is that these types of guys usually don't do a lot of romantic things. Mm-hmm. Or as she put it, they don't make me a priority. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I want to be taken out. I want to be wine and dine. I want to, I want them to treat me special. But again, you're dealing with a guy that. Which is why she chose Sal because he's more exactly, sensitive. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I think. But Jared was like, oh, I would have done that for you. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think he would have because he gave Ayana a massage. That's a very romantic thing to do. And yeah. like he was, he, he does know how to like kick it up. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, she made her choice. So whatever he was doing, he didn't convey or maybe she didn't get that vibe from him. Maybe Sal was just more sensitive. I think with Sal, he knew how to sing. I'm telling you, if you know how to sing, that's a rap. Mm. That's a rap. You know what I mean? Because if Sal makes it big, he becomes like a, a record artist and like really blows up. I mean, that's the sweetest revenge. Like, mm. But anyways, so they start talking and he's basically, and again, this is why I have such a hard time with this conversation is because I get it. Jared is trying to have some sort of closure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's also like, why tell a woman I would have been better for you? You've mm-hmm. already made your choice. Right. Why are you saying we could have been, again, it's almost like an ex calling you up out of the right. blue and said, you know, we could have made it if we had just stuck. It's like you had your chance and it's over. You need to move on to both the youth. Right. I don't think that what Mallory was saying was she was also being inappropriate, but... If Jarrett hasn't hadn't initiated that type of conversation, do you think that it would have happened? I don't think that Mallory would have went up to Jarrett and been like, "Hey, so like, mm, like, what would you have done for me?" Like, I think that she was feeding into what he was saying because you know he's an attractive guy, he's being flirty. They already had that connection. It's hard. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I don't I agree with it, Sorry, yeah. but I'm just saying that he initiated. I'm that making type weird of, faces as she's yeah. saying this. Like, he initiated I'm that type of conversation. So if he hadn't done that, would that conversation still have gone down? 
I I think they they probably wanted to have that conversation, but I think that conversation was unnecessary, mm-hmm. and it just makes more problems. It's right, because like, he was talking mess about the ring that Salvador picked and things like that. He was trying to make her like, well, I yeah. you don't like that ring. I would have got you the exactly. ring you like. And it's like, exactly. I'm not saying that she wasn't feeding into that conversation, but he initiated that kind right. of... Well, here's the thing. There's, there's a... Um, What's the word, right? There's a chink in the armor and he's he's exposing that, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's going in for it. He's making it bigger. So he's making a wider gap right. between her and Salvador, which again is crappy. Mm-hmm. And again, he has a fiance yeah. not too far away looking at him too. Right. So my whole thing with that is it's just like if you went in for a job and they sent you a thing saying, hey, sorry, you didn't get the job. You don't, you say, thank you. I appreciate you, you know, giving me the opportunity. You're yeah. like, well, I would have been the best candidate. You, <laughs> exactly. You, you messed up. Yeah. I would have been the best. Like, you guys mm-hmm. really screwed the pooch on this one mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. So Here's again, why I'm better than whoever exactly, you chose. Exactly. Exactly. Which, again, you had your you had your shot. Be yeah. graceful. Bow out if there's anything done. But, again, him going into it, him being engaged, she being engaged. So, of yeah. course, Ayana is seeing this and Salvador is feeling this. So mm-hmm. they, of course, the cameraman or whomever go up to Salvador because he's all, his eyes are, mm-hmm. he, he looks he's like upset. he's ready. He's ready to just cry. Like yeah. he start bawling, but. He'd be like, uh, uh, that Shane is playing that already left. He's like, let me get on that plane. I just want to well, go. It was heartbreaking because again, the, the, the cameraman or whomever is like, how are you feeling? Yeah. And he's like, I'm feeling a certain kind of way because again, he's seeing his fiance right. talking to the guy and he knows the history. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, they were just friends and they're just chatting it up. Like these two people have history. There could have been an opportunity. I mean, there was a there was a time that they could have ended up together. And now it's just like a, it, it is very much like an ex because they technically Yeah, and dated. Sal knows that Jarrett proposed to her. Yeah. Because they had that right. gentlemanly conversation of, you know, best men win, whatever kind of thing. Right. So he already knew that. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely like that. Yeah. Um, but so, so he's feeling a certain kind of way about that and... Um, and then Ayana obviously can see it too. So I was just very disappointed only because they shouldn't be having that conversation. No. And, um, and yeah, so it was, I, it so, was upsetting to watch that. Cause it was, I mean, you're, you're hurting two other people and I just, it was really unnecessary. I think they right. could have had a meet conversation like, oh, it's nice to see you in person, blah, blah, blah. But doing all that extra that was really messed That's up. That's why I feel like, again, you make your decision and you move on. Right. So back to even the whole regret thing, right? It's like, okay, you made a decision, live with it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's what life is. But you don't get to say, well, I want to live in both worlds. Because again, if you're dating two women, you can't say, well, I want them both. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to commit to either one of them because I want them both. It's like, okay, I don't think they're going to stick around for that. But when you can, I don't know how that strategy is going to play out. But but anyways, yes, it was very it was heartbreaking to see. But um, but one other thing that I did want to touch on, and just real quick, mm-hmm. was Shane and Natalie. <laughs> so, so they went on a date. They went out uh, sailing, mm-hmm. and then afterwards they came back and they were on the on the beach talking, mm-hmm. and Shane. <laughs> Shane was saying something like, you're really beautiful and he, or no, you're really pretty. And then he asked Natalie, do you think I'm pretty? And then she jokes and she's like, no, not really. And boy, that upsets him so much. He's like, he's like, you play around too much. Like you, you make too many jokes. And <laughs> I, mean, I agree. No one wants to hear that response. If I were to tell, ask my boyfriend, like, baby, do you think I'm pretty? And he's like, no, not really. Even if you know they're joking, no one wants to hear that. I'm with Shane on this one. I'm team Shane right now. But here's the, here's the thing about that. This is the only thing that drives me nuts about that is that Shane is always playing. Always. And then but all not us, when it comes to that because yeah, you know he's insecure. Not, apparently not. He needs those affirmations. But that's what I'm saying. I was like, are you the pot or the kettle? I don't know which one because <laughs> like you're always playing around. You're yeah. always saying jokes, innuendos about sex and this, that, and the other. When you do it, you seem to not have a problem but with it. But he's not making those type of jokes about her looks and things like that. I think that's where he draws the line because he does have some insecurity. So it's like, I can play around, be flirty, be fun, whatever. But if I say, do you think I'm an attractive man? And you say, no, not really that's where he draws the line. 
I, I can mean, understand. It may, maybe maybe so, but I just feel like okay, you need to establish that from the get go. Because yeah, I I can play around with the, if I'm with a guy like we can be you know playing around or whatever. But then like if he were to be like, ooh, like you've been gaining a lot of weight. Like there's a line, <laughs> there's a line that you cannot cross. <laughs> so the next thing I'm I'm reading headlines: <laughs> girlfriend kills boyfriend yeah. mm-hmm. over a bad statement. <laughs> yeah. When asked, <laughs> Robbie said, <laughs> "I'm just saying that he crossed the line that he should not have crossed, and no jury would convict you, and you're going to be fine." You're I'm just saying, like Natalie knows how he is a little bit. I know she doesn't know him really well, but it's like she knows how he is about that. So, like, if he needs that affirmation, you saying no, not really, when someone asks you that, like, okay, it's not so feel I think good. I think what what you what 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 you're saying, I think, is what I'm hearing, anyways, is that there's boundaries, right? And that's fine. You can play around, but you can't go that, you know when it's too far. If you step over that line, which is what I feel. And and I totally agree with you. But, and this is where we haven't seen this yet, is when she sets boundaries for him, which she will, I'm sure, because this is a relationship and everybody has them. I'm just curious to see if he's going to reciprocate and respect her boundaries Mm. whenever that comes up, because Mm. it's going to happen. But, but, um, and I'll just say this much as everybody... Um, kind of gives predictions. Everybody's saying that Shane and Natalie are going to stay together just because of the way they're interacting. Mm-hmm. And everybody else, everybody, it's like a question mark. Aside from like Nick and Danielle, which everybody already knows. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not even worth mentioning, right? Because they, they're like so into one another, right? And maybe it changes over time, but right now they seem to be that. But obviously, Ayanna and Jarrett, uh, Mallory and Salvador doesn't look good. Obviously, Kyle, <laughs> Shane and really doesn't look good. <laughs> When your fiance leaves. If you can't see that one coming, you need glasses. (laughs) I mean, you know what I'm saying? But I don't feel that way. I don't feel that Shane and Natalie are going to make it. Now, again, this is just my observation. It's not that I've... What's already happened, right? But but my whole thing is I just don't see that. I Mm. just don't see that happening. Um, Aside from Nick... um, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think any of them, they're going to struggle. I don't know how far they're going to go with this, mm-hmm. but, and maybe, if, maybe you're right. Maybe if they work things out, perhaps, but I, I've always been, um, I, I just don't see it between Natalie and Shane. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I think they're too, they're too different on, yeah. on so many different things. They are very different. But, but we will see, I guess in the next, uh, in the next review. So mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll have to leave it at that. But uh, enjoy the conversation. It was awesome. So, um, all right. Until next time. Next time we'll do uh, episode five. So, Bye, everybody. Bye.